Welcome back to Mornings in the Spirit with Pastor Doug. Uh, I've, I've been meditating on the Beatitudes and they just seem to get richer and richer with every passing meditation. So far, uh, we've talked about uh, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This is uh, episode, actually it's episode 13 of Mornings in the Spirit. And I, I get more and more out of these sessions with you because I'm here with you. I'm, I'm right in the midst of the meditation with you. I, I invite you to put on your sanctified imaginator, if you will, your uh, Holy Spirit-inspired ability to imagine and travel back with me, if you will, to that mountainside where Jesus was uh, inundated with the crowds and he just wanted to teach. He had this burning desire to teach. And he wanted to communicate the words of God, the message of God, the Spirit of God. He, he wanted them to know the mind of God. And so he went up onto this mountain and he sat down. Disciples were all around him. You could see uh, them sitting at his feet. And then the crowds all around that mountainside on the uh, grass and perhaps uh, on, on the dirt. But they were all around him. You can hear, if you will, the birds singing or chirping in the background. You can feel the breeze that would have been on the mountain probably, I imagine, a cool breeze. And you hear the Master speak. And the Master is not shouting. The Master is not uh, jumping up and down. The Master is not speaking in words that cannot be understood. But he is speaking as clearly as he can the words of heaven to those of us who live upon the earth. And we will spend all our lives deciphering these words. We will spend all of our lives growing into these words. And today, I want you to focus with me, if you will, being in the Spirit, knowing that the Holy Spirit is, is within us, among us, around us, surrounding us, and binding us together as we hear the Master speak. And Matthew records these particular words in Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. 
this beatitude speaks of of cravings now there are probably as many cravings as there are people upon the face of the earth <clears throat> you could think of your own cravings uh, that you might have uh, I this is a, a little bit humorous well, it's kind of a lot humorous in a way we have Carol and I have two Labradors uh, actually they're Fox Red English Labradors and they're sisters they both go above 85 pounds one of them uh, goes well we're hoping she's under 90 but she's around 90 pounds then we have a golden retriever we call Shiloh so there's Molly and Sadie and Shiloh well feeding these three dogs is a real hoot because they start craving the food around five o'clock in the morning and they let me know they are craving the food one time as I was feeding them I left the bin open couldn't find Sadie for love nor money Sadie had her head stuck in the bin and she was just chowing down for all she was worth I don't know how many cups of food she had that day but she still thought that she ought to have her regular food too one time we couldn't find Molly well Molly had gotten into a bag of food and we think Molly must have eaten about 10 pounds of food well <laughs> needless to say we even had to take Molly to the vet and you know you can't reason with a dog about cravings they just have cravings and they're going to for instance with food they're going to eat and eat and eat until they're they can't eat anymore and any of you who have ever had Labradors know that these Labradors can can eat an enormous amount of food and are they satisfied no sick maybe but if you put food down before them again I would almost guarantee you they would eat until that food was gone they're not satisfied but you can't again you can't reason with them but Jesus is reasoning with us about cravings and about what to crave and Jesus is using a physical metaphor that every one of us can understand because we all have cravings about something some cravings can be very destructive uh, cravings after chemicals can be very destructive cravings after alcohol can be very destructive cravings after food 
can lead to morbid obesity. Uh, I mean, you, you name it. I mean, one time I was preaching a sermon on these things, on, on, on addiction and, and on cravings. And halfway through the sermon, I mean, halfway through the preparation for the sermon, I looked beside me, and here I had bought a whole box of ho-hos. And before I even stopped long enough to realize what I was doing, I had eaten half of those ho-hos. And here I was going to talk to somebody else about cravings over cigarettes or uh, over alcohol or over any number of things that people crave. Cravings can be almost, well, they can be overwhelming to us so that we just have to have what we have to have. And when we've had our fill, we're still not satisfied because only craving after righteousness has the ability to satisfy us. And so Jesus, in his abundance philosophy, brings to us the word of God and he said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. <clears throat> you know, it just seems to me that this could be a theme that we could actually hold a whole seminary's class on, a whole sem semester of seminary. Uh, this thing of righteousness, and the psalmist said, David said that the good shepherd the Lord uh, leads in paths of righteousness. And these paths of righteousness eventually lead uh, to the table of abundance and the overflowing cup. In order, in other words, we are satisfied. Uh, surely goodness and mercy, loving kindness, follow us all the days of our lives and we we dwell in the house of the Lord forever that is that is a satisfaction that is deep and powerful and so this craving that we have after righteousness now I I, I want us to see at least as as I meditate upon, this very short verse of scripture I understand that for me if I crave the righteousness that comes from my own actions my own activities when I when I in some perverse way seek to be justified by being good uh, by being righteous. I am never satisfied with that. Paul said that according to the righteousness of the law, 
He was blameless. And yet Paul was plagued by knowing in his inner person that he was the chief of all sinners. Wow. And then Paul speaks of a righteousness that is given to him by God. This is the righteousness that is at the deepest part of our souls. This is where we look deeply within and we see that we have been transformed from fleshly nature, from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, and that Christ is renewing us day by day, that every single day we go from one level of glory to another. Uh, this is the righteousness that Christ gives, the righteousness by which we are satisfied. Paul, Paul said, There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. You know, I have fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. And there is therefore laid up for me a crown of righteousness, not to me only, but to all who love his appearing in his kingdom. Righteousness is something that we crave. The closer we get to Christ, the more we crave it. But it is not a craving whereby we would say we will never be satisfied, but it is a craving by which we know we can be satisfied. That there is a crown of righteousness laid up for us. That we will know ourselves. And the selves that we know, the very souls that we know, will be righteous. I, I must tell you, that I crave that. I crave that with every ounce of spirituality and personality that I have. With every ounce of soul that I have, I crave that. I know that I will not be completely filled until glory. But I know that until that time, I will go from one degree of satisfaction to another. And that Christ will, at that banquet table, fill me not with steak, not with filet mignon, not with lobster. He will fill me with righteousness. We are in the Spirit this day. When I'm recording this, this is Friday. Uh, about Right now it's about 20 after 6 in the morning. But we are in the Spirit on this day. And by the Spirit we crave righteousness. If we crave righteousness, then we will not be craving the things of the flesh that can never satisfy us but can only destroy us.
I don't know what you crave. I don't know as you go about your day what you will struggle with in cravings. But when you do, stop. Be in the Spirit. And crave righteousness. You will be filled. May the Lord bless you and keep you this day. May His face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you righteousness. Amen.